Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us today. We are so thankful that you are listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. And we want to thank our sponsors. Thank you so much, Brent Gardner. He's a realtor with Texas Lake and Living. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. And for Mount Pleasant Eye Care Center, we thank you. Brian Nichols and, and your staff, thank you for sponsoring us as well. And those individuals who sponsor us each month, we thank you. We couldn't do it without y'all. And so we, we just want to give you a shout out and thank you. Today we're going to continue our series on thankfulness and gratitude, and we're going to talk about how gratitude brings joy, and they go together. When you're grateful, that joy is just going to flow through you, and there's so much that we can share, and so I'm bringing in a special guest, a friend who's going to share her story about how she is grateful and how much joy just flows through her and out to other people because of this gratitude and because of God in her life. So before we get started, I want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and he will bring the Bible to life for you. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can just praise you and have that grateful heart in all circumstances. Lord, we know that you're going to bring us through things and we will have that joy. We may go in weeping about some things, but you will bring us out with shouts of joy. And so Lord, help us today to just think about all those things that we have to be grateful for. Most importantly, you and thank you for being present in our lives. And we pray for all those listening today, that they would hear something that would help them on their journey and that they would just feel you a little more closely, Lord, and just know that you're there for them. And so we thank you for our special guest today. Just be with us as we share and talk about gratitude and joy. For we love you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning, Jackie. How are you? Good morning, Jill. I'm great. Good. I'm so thankful that you have come here today to talk about your story. And first of all, I know that you have so much joy in your life. <laughs> I can just see it. And so what, what brings you joy? Oh, my gosh. I, absolutely the Lord. Like I don't know how people make it through good and bad situations without the Lord. And, and I, he, he's definitely in, in my life and that's how I make it through everything. Amen. Amen. And you're thankful in all circumstances, right? Would you say we're talking about thankfulness and gratitude this month, the month of November, and you've been through a lot of circumstances, a lot of things in your life that have brought you right here. And so would you say that looking back, yeah, I'm thankful. Absolutely. I mean, even for the hard times. Really? And there were, there were some hard times and sometimes where I thought, how am I going to pay bills or just mm-hmm. make it through the day sometimes? But absolutely, like it, every single time that you feel like that, you stop and you pray and then you just see and you feel that God is there for you. So now I'm like, 
why would I ever doubt that in any situation, even if it is a rough time? Mm, I love that you said that. And there's a scripture that I am reminded of from 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, and it's rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And that's pretty much what you're saying. As you rejoice (laughs) and pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. So let's talk about your circumstances. So okay. did you grow up with this relationship with Christ in your life? Like, Did you grow up in church and knowing who Jesus was? And I absolutely life? did. My dad was a preacher. I um, did not know that. Which, really. which is funny because I knew that he was a Sunday school teacher and he was the mm-hmm. assistant pastor of a church when I was a kid. But I just learned last week, kid you not, that my dad has been a preacher since he was 23 years old. Really? And he pastored a church in Irving, Texas. Which one? Way before I was uh-huh. born. He, I don't know if he said, okay. but just knowing that he went to the seminary in uh-huh. Dallas yes. when he was 23. Wow. And I'm like, wait, what? I honestly felt like I had missed out on a lot of good information. Mm-hmm. My dad is almost 90. He'll be 90 on the 27th. Oh, and, and he's still alive. Wow. And he's 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 kind of in that that last days, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I've been mm-hmm. spending time with him. But yeah, my dad is an awesome an awesome man. I'm very lucky to have him in my life, and he has taught me about Jesus. I mean, since since as long as I can mm-hmm. remember. Well, you're so lucky to have a father like that. I have a father that also taught me about Jesus, and aren't we very fortunate Absolutely. to have that? And but so having him in your life, he he shared about Jesus, but you had to make the choice to have the relationship with Jesus. He could tell you all day long about who Jesus was and why, but you, Jackie, had to make that decision. Do you remember when you made that decision? Was there a moment in time when you just knew, okay, I want to invite Jesus, I'm ready. I want to invite Jesus into my heart. Absolutely. Um I believe I was 12 years old mm-hmm. when I decided, and I, I'm i pretty sure that it, it, we had like a revival. Uh-huh. I grew up Pentecostal okay. um, in a Pentecostal church, and we had a revival, a whole week-long revival. And I mean, I did a lot of things with the youth that week, um, just nonstop. I think it was like, um, gosh, probably four or five hours a day for a whole entire week. And, and that's, wow. that's kind of, you know, even though it was in my life all the time, I went to a Christian school, had a, obviously a, a Christian um, parents, but I just decided that I wanted to be baptized mm-hmm. and, and just to, to give my life over to God. And um, I, I love it. I, I still have the Bible. In fact, my grandson reads from that Bible every time he comes to my house. Wow. And that's so when he special. opens it and I see all the highlighted things, I just remember mm-hmm. that day specifically mm-hmm. of being baptized. Wow. What a, what a neat, neat time. And, and you just said you were new in Christ then. And, and has your relationship grown over the years or did you wander away at times? I know. We all kind of have seasons of life where maybe we're not as dedicated or devoted or not that you ever left Christ, but just have you always been? Right. That's, that's a really good question. Um, I'm sure like, or like all of us, we do things that we know we're not supposed to do. And then you stop and think, wait, God is watching me. You know, even though my parents are not here to say, um, we see you. Mm-hmm. We know that God sees us, and I think that's always been in mm-hmm. the back of my head or in my heart. Right. Um, 
So I've never strayed away from church. In fact, I've I've tried to find a church um, when my husband and I first got married um, 11 years ago, and we had a hard time because we grew up totally different. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't agree on the kind of church to go to. Um, and so that was probably the hardest time mm-hmm. is trying to find a church. But once we did, it's like the doors or the, the lights just came on. I mean, it was it was perfect. And why? I mean, because a lot of people say, oh, I don't need church. I don't need to go. But explain why, in your opinion, it's so important. Well, in, in mine, I really think we need people. I mean, we were not... We, we were not supposed to do things alone. We were supposed to do them with friends and people. And even though I wasn't going to church with my parents, and you know, my mother had passed away, my dad had gotten older, and so there wasn't that, uh, you know, going to church with your family. I knew that my husband and I needed to go to church. Um, I feel like my husband and I were put together by God. I mean, just the circumstances surrounding how we met and how we got together, um, definitely was God. And I wanted to honor him in, you know, like for, for us to find a church and to, oh my gosh, what was the word? Just to praise him together and, and learn and grow Mm -hmm. together within our faith in God. And so that's what happened. I mean, we just, we've walked into a church that I thought there's no way my husband's going to love this church. Um, because of the music, you know, he, Mm -hmm. he, he's the traditional, just Uh hymnal kind of guy. And we walked in and he's like, you know what? This is it. And I was just like, oh, I mean, my heart, oh. like, I mean, I think I, my heart was going to explode. Mm. So those were our people. Those mm-hmm. were our people that we needed in that season of life. Right. And, and that was back in Dallas, right? In the Metroplex? In, yes, in okay. Mansfield. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. And that's where you first met your husband. I was did. in that area. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to talk about your husband now, about y'all's relationship and kind of why you're here today actually is to talk about the gratitude but but there are times of of hard times that you go through it, there's a scripture that says count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness so with that scripture in mind and knowing that there were some trials that you faced Yes. And now you can look at that and just see the joy and just see where God brought you and your husband from this time of trials to today. So take us back to that time and, and what kind of what happened, what, what your trials were. Wow. So the reason the church was such a great time um, and place for us is we got to be a part of a life group. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we showed up at this life group not knowing what to expect, but um, there was like 12, 12 couples that were just absolutely the best fit you know, in every way for us. Um, and my husband is an alcoholic. And during that time, he was drinking a lot, um, lost a few jobs. Um, have to say that we probably went through some some major major fighting and and just stress over money over mm-hmm. just wanting him to stop drinking he wanted to stop drinking but i reached out to my life group and they were like okay we're here to help you and they reached out to him and he said yes i want help and so he knows we both know that that those people were placed in our life in that time for a reason and they helped him to get into rehab, which he had done before and it did not work, but he got into rehab. 
he absolutely, he said that the first night there, he asked me to bring his Bible up there and he opened up his Bible and he said he got down on his knees and started praying. I probably should let him tell that story because I mean, it's, it's an amazing one, but that was just, it was just over. God just took over his life, which obviously took over our lives. But while he was in rehab, it was three months of, of him just trying to get to where he needed to be, um, in his mind, his heart, his health, everything that God just opened up the doors for, you know, for us to pay our bills. Um, cause I, I, I was a principal secretary and I did not make much at a school district and I just did not know how in the world I was going to make bills. We still had mm-hmm. a teenage daughter that lived at home and it just, things just came out of the woodwork. I mean, people checks came in the mail that you're like, what? I mean, what, how, how is this happening? I knew it was God, but you still mm-hmm. kind of in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and when my husband was drinking, I would always just kind of have this sense. And so I would stop no matter where I was, whether I was at work or driving down the road, like, okay, I have this sense that something's wrong. And I would pull over and I would pray. I would be like, God, help me to help him, to mm-hmm. help us. Um, you know, I'm, I married this man. I want, to, I want this to work. And I know we can't do it without you. And so there was one time where I had no idea where my husband was and God led me. I oh, it makes me want to cry. Mm. God led me to him. I mean, he was at a lake. Like, really? why would I ever know to go to a lake to look for him? But I came to the gate and I said, I'm looking for my husband. And I told them my husband's name and they said, oh, sweetheart, he is here and he's been drinking. And I was like, I know. I mean, but Uh like I said, I don't know how or why, or I couldn't explain how or why I knew where he was, except that God told me where he was. God wanted me to find him and to, to just to be there to help him. So that, that right there is like one of those stories that just, every time I think about it, it brings, it gives me chills. It brings tears to Uh my eyes, but that's God working in you and through you and through the prayer you said you prayed for him a lot a lot of people were praying for him and you as the caregiver had to to have that steadfastness had to keep going had to know but only with god god was the one that was going to help you and for him to show you exactly where where your husband was that's a miracle yeah that's one of those (laughs) moments that like you said you'll never forget because i'm sure you rescued him you got there and and loved on him gave him that grace yes and said come back home what happened from there when you found him oh my gosh like he he honestly couldn't believe i found him either um and you told him God showed mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I did. I mean, not in that moment because he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't ready to hear it. But um, I told him that often yeah. that, that you know because he kept saying, "I don't know why you stay with me. I don't know why um, why you still love me." And I said, I, "I I knew I loved him so much, and I stayed with him because that's where I was supposed to be, and not worldly. It was absolutely." God. I mean, I knew that I could not make it through all of the stuff we went through, um, to be there for him, to, to give him that grace. Like you said, if it wasn't for God's love in my life Mm -hmm. 
and for him to keep working through me to save Robert. Like mm-hmm. I just, that's all yeah. that I can say is mm-hmm. that he knew that, um, that all of these things were going to happen. And I think that now, no matter what happens in my life, um, good or bad, I just, I just go with it because I know mm-hmm. that God has a plan for me and I need to stop and listen and not try to make it my way. Right. So. Right. And a lot of people want to control the situation and you, it sounds like you knew I can't control, I can't control his drinking, but I can pray for him yes. and I can be there to support him and help him and love him. And, and it sounds like that you did that so well and I probably That's didn't feel amazing. like that at the time. <laughs> well, we go through things and we, yes. I mean, it, it's hard. It, that must have been hard for you. How many years? Uh, six years. Six years. Six struggling years. Struggling with yes. that. Yes. Well, tell us today. Is he totally free? He is. From oh, my goodness. This. In September, he celebrated three years of sobriety. Oh, wow. And, I mean, it, it's just... He's just a total different man, and and it brought us to again to um, to worship together mm-hmm. and to trust in God together. Like everything that we do now, we know that there's not a decision that we make or not a decision. You know, we we don't make. We we talk about it, we pray about it, um, and then we let God lead us mm-hmm. to where we need to be. And doing that together. I, I just, I, I don't even know if that's how our life was going to turn out um, mm-hmm. 11 years ago. Right. When you first <laughs> met him, did y'all pray together as much? We, not when I first met yeah. him, no. But now you do. Yes. I hear that in you. And you, y'all pray together for, for just everything. Everything. Ask God for what you need, and and you pray, yep, our and kids. you thank Him. <laughs> yes, yes, your kids and grandkids. Yes, our kids, joy. our grandkids. We pray for um, you know our our friends. Mm-hmm. It's it it it's just freeing, you know, and it it does free you to have that joy in your life that sometimes seems like why why or how can we be so happy if these bad things are happening mm-hmm. or um, things that we don't like. But it, it is, it's trusting in God yeah. to, to just keep you going each and every day. Do you have a prayer journal where you like write your prayers? Do I you do, do that? Or do you write things you're thankful for? I know a lot of people do that so they don't forget. Right. And no. wow, this is a story that, man, is so impactful. And I can't, I may have to have him on the show too to hear his his angle of the story as well. Absolutely. But I I think it's important. You were his caregiver. You were that person um, that had to give him the grace and love him. And together, look what God has done. I mean, because you brought, y'all both brought God into the marriage and into this issue. And I'm sure there were many times you were praying for help. And here he is yes. today, just stronger than ever. Now, let's talk about what <laughs> brought y'all to this area. Mm-hmm. Small town, East Texas. I know, right? <laughs> yes, um, from the big city. <laughs> what made you decide and to come here? And how long have y'all been here? We have been here a year and a half. Okay. Um, April, the beginning of April was um, a year. Mm-hmm. And kind of, kind of just on the weekends, we would get in the car and just drive like all the little small town mm-hmm. Texas places we absolutely loved. And we would go back to Arlington where we lived and it was so 
busy and fast paced. Yeah. And, and we just, we just felt kind of heavy when mm-hmm. we were there, mm-hmm. but when we would drive the, the little East Texas towns or little West Texas towns, mm-hmm. just, it was so peaceful and you just kind of felt more at ease. And so we just decided, what? Why do we not do that? Like, why do we not start looking for a house? Mm-hmm. And so we did. Um, we started looking, and we found a house here in Mount Vernon, and we were so excited. You know, we couldn't wait to see it. Um, and then our realtor called and said, "Well, it's already under contract." So we're um, like, "No!" Yeah. And we kept looking, and we just kept getting the doors kept closing. Um, nope, nope, this isn't it. And so I honestly had told my husband, I give up. I don't want to look for a house anymore because this is frustrating. It's, it's, it's tearing at my heart. And so I was just, I don't know why, but I was looking and I saw this house pop up on, on Zillow or something. I think it was Zillow. And I said, well, this house looks interesting. So I took it to him and I said, look at this house. And he looked at it and he said, Jackie, that is the house in Mount Vernon that we originally wanted, but it was under contract. So we immediately called our realtor, mm-hmm. came, met with the people, and put in an offer, and it was accepted the very next day. I oh, mean, wow. <laughs> how does that happen? You know, it was like, it was meant to, It was, mm-hmm. the timing wasn't right when we first looked. Right. And that's how we see it. The timing wasn't right, but when the timing was right, that house opened up because we felt like, Okay, this is where we're supposed to be. So we knew immediately when we got here, we wanted to get connected in a church mm-hmm. um, with the people, with the community, and that's exactly what we did. We didn't even waste time. We moved in, and we moved in like on a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The next Sunday, we were at First Baptist um, mm-hmm. in Mount Vernon, and I mean, gosh, everything is just history from there. It's right. like we found where God wanted us to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And we believe that with our whole heart. Yes. And y'all are very involved in the church and Sunday school, fellowship classes. And, choir. And, yep. Yes. Oh, you're in the choir <laughs> yes, too? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. All of, all of the above. And we didn't go searching for that. They searched uh-huh. us. Yes. You know, so many people were like, can you sing? And I was like, oh, no. Not, <laughs> I, I'm not really a great singer, but my husband is. Um, and so they didn't want just him. They wanted both of us, mm-hmm. and I just felt like that's another one of those things that um, it. We I may not think that mm-hmm. I, I can sing very well, but obviously they haven't kicked me out, and it's been a year. Yeah, so, so yeah. I don't know. I must not be too bad, but um, well, listen to this scripture: <laughs> Psalm ninety-five, two. Let us come into His presence with thanksgiving, and let us make a joyful noise to Him <laughs> with songs of praise. And that's what yes. you're doing, yes. coming into His presence with thanksgiving into His his house, his courts of praise, and making that joyful noise. It's beautiful. It. You don't have to be the best singer. Right. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I don't feel like I am either, but, you know, we can worship and sing to the Lord and serve in the choir as a ministry. Yes. I love the music. Y'all do such a great job. Thank you. We have it's a, so we have a really great yes. musical team. I'm going to call it a whole team. I mean, it's just, it yes. is amazing. And I feel very blessed to be yes. part of it. And just our, my Sunday school class. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found a group of ladies in town that same thing. Uh-huh. We pray for each other. We're there mm-hmm. for each other. Um, it's we all denominations, but we all come together and we love on one another. And it just makes this town of Mount Vernon mm-hmm. just 
seem like something straight out of a, a movie. Yes. I say that all the time. I know. Isn't it so like true? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I just found the movies I've always loved to watch at Christmas time. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you found your place and I it did. was the right time and the season and God knew it. Isn't it neat that, I mean, God knows where we're supposed to be. He knows our future. He knows the plans he has for us. He does. And way back when he knew you would be here and, and be involved in the church and the community and, and meet all these friends. And so that's a lot to be grateful for right there. My goodness. <laughs> I just agree. Waking up every day and just giving thanks to the Lord. And for he is good. And you know that his steadfast love endures forever. Yes. I mean, aren't we so thankful for just God's love for us? You knew as a little child that God loved you, and you still know that, and His love is just just enduring forever. And so what would you want to tell someone who's listening today that maybe is going through a hard time or is waiting for their future to open up and, and to find their home and their place like you have, you and your husband? Right. What would you advise them? And, and Gosh, I think that the, the biggest thing is to have faith. You know, so many people today cannot have faith. I mean, they just, they've either been waiting for a while or they need to see something happen before they believe it. And I would say, just believe it. Just, you believe it, then you'll see it. Not the other way around. You don't see it before you believe it. You believe it and it will happen. Um, I absolutely remember those days that, you, I struggled with my own self because I'm like, I believe in God. I know God is going to do good for me, but gosh, this is hard. Mm-hmm. But in like in the same breath, I'm like, no, Jackie, just believe, just pray about it, turn it over to God, and just sit and wait for Him. And mm-hmm. I know that's hard for a lot of people just to wait, but I, I think that is the biggest thing is to wait for Him. Let Him do what he wants to do for us. We, we block him. We don't realize how much we block him when he's there doing good for us. And we do things our own way or want to speed it up. Mm -hmm. Um, and then once you see it, in fact, there may be some things in, in someone's life right out there right now that things are happening. They're just not sure why or what it's going to do. But if you look back, you actually can see Oh my gosh. Yes. That that definitely was God. And then you you start just seeing little tiny things until the big thing that you're wanting in your life mm-hmm. comes to comes mm-hmm. to pass. I love that. That is so perfect that you said that. I was just reading 2 Corinthians 5:7 and it's exactly what you described. Oh, For we goodness. walk by faith and not by sight. Absolutely. And so that would be what you would tell people. Walk by faith believe. I hear that you said you just believed even when things were not going the way you wanted to, even when you were in the midst of these, these horrible, you know, painful times, there was always that joy. And that was that there was that rescue. God led you to a place where you could be that person to rescue your husband. And, but of course, God is our ultimate rescuer and provider and redeemer. And we give all the glory to him. (laughs) 
But he will use us and show us things if we walk by faith, like you're describing. We don't have to know all the details. Right. right. And we want to, but we don't have to. <laughs> we just trust that he's going to provide that for yeah. us. And being, being quiet and, yeah. and listening to what he's trying to tell you mm-hmm. by showing you, by, by leading you in different different ways is absolutely the hardest mm-hmm. thing, but it, it will bring you that, that joy and that gratitude because you're like, oh my gosh, like so, mm-hmm. so much good, even in the midst of, of yet, yeah, like yes. you said, so much turmoil and mm-hmm. frustration and anger. Mm. I definitely had anger, but I didn't show it because I'm like, God, I want, I want people to see you. Yes. Not me, because me, I was, I was broken and I was, and my husband was broken and we definitely were not a good example for others, which gosh, that's ultimately what we're here for. We're not here for ourselves. We're Mm -hmm. here for others. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I wanted to portray to my friends, my family, strangers. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted them to see God. I didn't want them to see the, right. kind of the ugliness that that Mm -hmm. I probably had in my head, Mm -hmm. not in my heart, but in my head. I want the right thing to come out. Mm -hmm. And so you wanted others to see him, to see Jesus in you. And and let me just tell you, when I first met you, I do see Jesus in you and that joy. And so (laughs) you're still doing that even in the good times, in the good times and the hard times all the time. God is good all the time, isn't he? (laughs) And all the time, God is good. Amen. Amen. I love that. Well, thank you so much for for coming in today and sharing your story. And I know that this helped someone out there, probably many people out there that have struggled with this and had to stand by their man. (laughs) With God, all things are possible. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you having me. Sure. Would you close us in prayer? I sure will. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for for these days, Lord Jesus. Thank you for each and every day that we are given. And I ask that you just show us and teach us how to just be still and listen and trust in you. And I praise you, Lord, for Jill, that she just shares the Lord. And just like she sees you and me, I see that in her. And gosh, Lord, we need that today. So I just ask that you just be with each and every person listening today. Go with us and continue to show your love in our lives. We just thank you. We just thank you for being you. And thank you for loving us so unconditionally. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022. All rights reserved.